Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to the infamous number 69 episode of Camp Strange. We're back to bring the strange, spooky, weird, wacky, and of course, horny. Oh, yeah. I'm Alex Tobin, your we're, camp counselor. We're and, especially horny today. And who, who do I have over here? Uh, I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And uh, oh, I said that out of order. Now we're back to bring the spooky. Eh, you know, it's horny. It's yeah, horny. If, I mean, this is the 69th time we've done this, so. So it, you it, know what's happening. And if you know anything about Camp Strange, you know that well, mostly David, he really likes horny stories. Love it. But what? Do you hear that? Someone's someone could hear the horniness is coming I running. I think somebody's getting horny over in the bushes. Oh, oh, oh. oh. hey, I didn't, I didn't expect. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we caught you, motherfucker. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Put that sorry. back in your pants. Oh, it's our friend Sam Skolnick. <laughs> Hello, Hi, everybody. Sam. Thank you for coming on, Sam. Thanks. What's my title? You guys have camp counselors. What's mine? You're a bush jerker. Bush <laughs> jerker. <laughs> Master of the bush baiter. Bush jerker did 9/11. <laughs> is that too much? Okay. Yeah, I think you took it too <laughs> far. Let's start on that one. real low and build our way up. Here we go. Yep. But um, <clears throat> Sam, thank you for coming on. You no, guys, no, thank you for having me. You have some. Wow. You have some spooky stories for us today. Of course, I have a spooky story for you today. That's what this podcast is, Tobin. Wow, he listens. We have a we have a guest that's listened. That's yeah. cool. That's fun. That's, that's always rare. exciting it's for us. <laughs> it's very exciting. But like you guys know, before we get into these lengthier stories we got for you today, we like to keep you updated on any. new news and um i have a news story right here mm-hmm. as man is too intoxicated to work his steak and shake shift robs <laughs> yeah. robs the place instead yeah, yeah that's the next i mean that's obviously the most logical next step so this guy he's like 20 years old and apparently he called out thanksgiving i don't know if he told him he was too drunk but he said but the the, the toxicology report no no the, the, he said he he said uh he called out a steak shape because he was intoxicated then showed up anyway and demanded money while holding a co-worker at gunpoint oh, oh so it's armed robbery that's <laughs> never good yeah. What, yeah. There's one. Oh, there's yeah. at least one rule in armed robbery. I'm not a big armed robber, but the the one rule I would think is uh, go where s- nobody knows you. That's yeah. A good that's point. a that's a pretty good point. <laughs> right? Wow. That's playing it safe. That's playing it smart. Maybe he wanted to keep his job while robbing the place. He's like, I showed up technically on my <laughs> day up. off. Do so I get a he's holding he's holding raise? a gun up. He's like, clock me in. <laughs> he's like, Glock me in. Ah. Uh, he, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you're gonna give me the money I'm robbing, and I'm also clocking in and getting paid. It's so true. this is a double robbery. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a bonus. Yeah, give me the what is this steak and shake? Give me the two hundred and fifty dollars in the register. Yeah, and then give me my thirteen twenty five. You're like credit cards are meant. There's no cash in this register. But um, luckily, nobody was hurt. He held the gun for a little bit while the police showed up, and then he dropped it, and they arrested him. So good. 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 Everyone's safe, and the burgers are still flipping over at Steak and Shake. Fantastic. So, uh, Sam, do you have any news for us? I do have a news. Um, I ha- I have a I couple. Do have I a do news. have a news story. Um, I have a couple, but this one, the just the 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 title is just very funny to me. Uh, <clears throat> visibly damp Papa John's founder says he <laughs> ate forty pizzas in thirty days. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why did you do the same one? Well, so at the moment, uh, coming up on the holidays when uh, Tobe and I are not going to be around from e- around each other, we've been backlogging a few episodes. Oh, did you do that one already? We did, but this episode is going to be playing before that one. Oh, that's really funny. So you're going to beat me I to can the do punch. A one. I can do oh a no, one. I mean this is pretty funny in its own. But I mean, if you want to pull up another one while I tell mine, you could. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll, you said you came with a few, didn't? I have a few, but okay. you say yours. I just want to make sure I don't <laughs> say the exact. This same one was from today. Okay. You want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, do it. Man arrested after throwing ferrets at a car in <laughs> Horrigate. Wait, in what? Is that a town name? Yeah. Horrigate? I don't know. It's capitalized, so it must be. Yeah. He threw ferrets? He was eating ferrets at cars. <laughs> <laughs> was he at the fair? Uh, it's still loading. Oh. If you could, it's it, taken a if long you could, time to load this giant picture while of it's a loading, ferret. While it's loading, could you... Um, like in words describe to us the action of yeeting oh i mean that's the beauty of it is you it's it's such an act that you can't really put um a picture on it there's there's um there's literally and you can do whatever you want with a yeet it's 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 a, a lot of compassion be i'm not compassion a lot passion. of emotion passion passion that's passion, the word yeah. i was looking for and uh you can do whatever you want with a yeet you know as long as okay. something goes flying it's a yeet. <laughs> so for me though, yeeting a yeeting a ferret, I feel like that's a hard one though, because they're so long they're and long loose. Boys. Like I feel like it, you, you, it'd it's be like, hard to throw one. It's like uh, throwing a sock full of rice. It's like throwing a summer sausage. It's like throwing a slinky. It's like throwing an octopus. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Got one. <laughs> it's like throwing three picture frames at one time. Mm. No. <laughs> No, it's like throwing. I've done that, and that is nothing like throwing a ferret. <laughs> it's like throwing uh, a foot and a half cut of that rope you climbed in third grade. Oh. You, you were climbing rope in third grade? Yeah. Wow. You didn't have the it's monkey like, club? It's like we it's had the like, monkey club. It's like tossing. It's like tossing nerds rope. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, good. that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm okay. on. Sam, what other story you got for us? Um. Okay. Uh. A baby gift purchased at Florida thrift store. Was this done already? No, you're good. <laughs> baby gift purchased at Florida thrift store contains loaded gun. <laughs> okay, so my question is, what is this baby gift? We'll see. What I'm picturing right now, before he explains it, I'm picturing okay. like a baby doll, and somebody like stashed a gun in the back because mm-hmm. if you have a baby doll, it's either cocaine car, or a gun. Yeah, yeah, and because no cops gonna like start opening the back of baby dolls and be like looking for stuff. So it's like unless they're a good cop. And imagine like some guy like holding up a baby doll during like a bad drug deal mm-hmm. or a shift at Steak and Shake, and all of a sudden you're like, "That's a baby," and then a bullet comes flying out of its butt. And yeah. Like, oh, oh I was thinking more gun. at the top of its soft head. That's the that's the beautiful thing about a baby gun. You could any which way you want it. That's true. That's so, true. So is it a lunch pail? It's 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 a. There's a Nerf baby, gun that they put over a real gun. It's a baby Einstein. <laughs> Baby Einstein bouncer that was unopened and appeared to be brand new. She she copped that for nine ninety nine at the Goodwill. That's a hell of a deal for a firearm. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. And then oh my god, they have pictures here. <laughs> this 
Yeah, let me see that. What kind of gun see, do you expect see, no, to be in I a like, baby Sam's accent. here with an iPad, which I really appreciate because he he just picked that thing up and he can he can really show us everything. It, We're sitting it, here with laptops and like I have to I usually take a picture on Snapchat and then I'll hold my phone up and <laughs> I'll point it at Tobin so he big, can see the photo that I'm laughing at. Is there a collision of the story, in there? Moral of the story is get yourself an iPad Mini from Costco. Uh, so what kind of gun do you Kalichnikov. think? What what is that? I think it's a, I don't I've no one's ever asked me that. I just say <laughs> that would be an AK forty seven. I thought so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, but hold on. Oh yeah, what, what what do you think, Stokes? It's clearly not a desert eagle. Uh <laughs> is it a German Luger? I see a Luger's not a bad idea because they're small and compact. I'm thinking it's a P ninety. Sawed off shot. Oh, or no, P ninety nine. All right, now uh, I'm gonna show it to Stokes first. Stokes, is this at all what you thought was gonna be in there? That is not at all. <laughs> Holy shit. And Owen? What is that? Oh my god, it's like a... It's a full-on AR. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is an assault rifle. That's assault an, like rifle. an M4. And it's got, it's got two two boxes of ammo with it. To be fair, can, can I say this? To, oh. Just to be fair, I... If was, you want to be fair, go for it. <laughs> I was really expecting, since it was a baby Einstein product, yeah. to open it and there would be an, a handgun. an atom bomb inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. Manhattan Project, am I right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's for all my Einstein heads out there. Sam was drinking wine. He couldn't. He couldn't join the monkey howl. <laughs> Dude, we get it. You're in the monkey club in third grade. You climbed. You rope. guys didn't have monkey club. I don't know what that. In our gymnasium, we had like five different ropes, and uh, like one of them had a bunch of knots, so like everybody could do that. Well, fun, fun, fun story. Uh, Tobin and I actually went to the same elementary school oh yeah see um, i thought this was a national thing <laughs> no. i didn't realize that we were special no because the two elementary schools i went to because yeah i got kicked out of one um <laughs> they both had monkey club um that play structure our, burned down on its own uh, i tell you oh that my God. that we'll see our, our play structure was outside is that what you're talking it, it sounds like yours was inside <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh you guys went to the same elementary school didn't you we did, yeah. I we forgot did. about that. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we played outside. I've never. But it was the monkey club was inside the gymnasium, like the basketball court. The gymnasium. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's inside. They made you. We didn't gym, have that. You, you didn't have an inside. We gym? had a multi-purpose room. <laughs> you know, we had. Wait, this is your elementary school. See, third well, graders shouldn't be climbing anything higher than a table. That's or a what chair. I always thought was kind of sketchy because they pulled up that shitty gym mat that was like a yeah, half like an, an inch, inch and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, this will soften your broken neck. Yeah. Like, what do you? Why? And they had the plastic one that you could grip really good. We had one in junior high. That's because our junior high was pretty old. And I remember like they didn't want people climbing that. That was yeah. like nerve wracking for like the PE people. They're like. Man, like, okay, just climb, like, up halfway, and then, They like, wanted us that. to fucking die, I guess. <laughs> you know that you were the only one in the monkey club. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Monkey club, Stokes, climb as high like, as you can. He's like, I'm at the top, and he's like, just, like, go Keep, keep trying to ring the bell with yeah. one hand. They're like, just go and start using the metal rafters. <laughs> so. No, uh, you can't, what's it called when you have the, you don't get a harness. No, no, there was, we didn't, no, seriously, there we were not strapped harness. in or anything. Yeah. If you fell, you fucking fell. Okay. They didn't force people to do it, but we all did it. Anyway. Um... My mind's blown. I need to Google Monkey Club, like elementary school. Stop Googling Monkey Club. Um, I think you guys are caught up on all the news as of right now. Is that it? Is that all the news we have for you? Oh, yeah. We should get into the stories. Okay. Well, I guess we should get into these stories. But before we get into these stories, we want to remind you that Spring Hill Jack is the best coffee in the game. 
if you guys like coffee, you like Spring Heel Jack. And guess what? It's it's the winter times, and you got to give people presents. So why not give them coffee? Everybody likes coffee. Everybody loves it. Pack it full in a sock and send it to your mima and your grandpapper, and they'll love it. They'll eat it up. They'll they'll suck on the beans. Spring Heel Jack. It's real fucking good. That's their slogan. So go check go check out springheeljack.coffee. Yeah, that's right. Dot coffee. So uh yeah, go check them out. They're great. I'm starting to think my monk my monkey club was my own personal Vietnam and I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you, no one else knows it. Um we also have one more little ad for us that is a little personal ad. Oh, Sam, you want to take yeah. this? You want to get this? one. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> witnesses it's just a, one word, witnesses. It's a movie. Go ahead and Google it. Yeah, go ahead and Google it. You can find it. It's a movie. It's a it's a it's a scary movie. I got this. I'll take this. Yeah, over. you got it. So Sam was actually in a film <laughs> called Witnesses. You're not even gonna let him do his own plug. No, because I, he, I started it because he, no one likes to talk about themselves. You yeah, know, that's true. except so, for you. <laughs> so <laughs> Sam was in a um, a horror film called Witnesses that is on Amazon Prime. Correct? You could it's on Amazon Prime. It's on vo- Voodoo. Voodoo. voodoo yeah voodoo no it's on i can see the logo i never really like sounded it yeah. out because i didn't care but google yeah, voodoo. play and itunes so go check it out it's a it's a good movie sam what is the synopsis on it uh, uh it's uh the four it's like four film students uh, witness something that will uh get them in trouble forever change <laughs> and sam is one of those students yeah, i'm one of those students so sam did a great job i watched the movie i liked sam in it. i haven't sam watched was, it sam was really good in it actually i liked it actually actually <laughs> sam was actually pretty good I, in this movie. I, so that's why i didn't watch it i was like that probably sucks <laughs> i fucking hate him in real life but i loved his character <laughs> you should just be that character all the time i love do a little him. more yeah. method acting you know really research it and just be that person but go check it out guys it's called witnesses it's a it's a good movie um we're, we're past halloween but still I mean, who doesn't love at Christmas time just sitting around the tube and watching a good, good yeah. movie? So, I mean, if you're yeah. listening to this now, then you know, yeah, you'd well, like it. I don't know what you're trying to say there. I'm saying you don't need spooky shit just on Halloween. If True. you're listening to you're this, around. yeah, you're around. you want to do? You had another one, didn't you? I, I did. I'll be generous. Do another plug. Um. Okay. Well, you my, starving my artist. other plug is um my sketch team is uh, I'm on, I'm on a house sketch team at the West Side Comedy. Uh, theater in santa monica that's right the west side comedy theater in santa monica we uh, uh perform every third sunday of the month at 9 p.m at the west side comedy theater where our name is uh there will be snacks <laughs> will there be uh and there's no. an asterisk there's an asterisk and uh the snacks are available for purchase so uh, <laughs> the uh yeah Come, give me some gummy sharks gummy sharks you know no. what those are Sorry. good you remember are gummy they good sharks? are no. they good though because they it's are. too much gummy they are also it's too I've, much gummy also i've seen sam's sketch team and i really like them too they were great i i laughed the Thank whole you. entire time i get nervous when i go see like live comedy because i'm afraid it's gonna be bad and i have to pity laugh yeah. and i actually genuinely belly laughed during years so Ooh, i like a, a lot of pressure was off me so if you guys ever in la go check them out at what time uh every third sunday at nine every third sunday of the month at 9 p.m cool okay so you're like thanksgiving kind of yeah sure anyway <laughs> so sure. let's get into <laughs> these stories so, sure, here sure. we go guys now david and sam as you know this has been the long-awaited episode for camp strange as we have finally reached the horniest number man has yet to discover episode 69 and as most of you know, David and I love all things, not only strange, but also 
all things horny. Every once in a while, though, there's a beautiful crossing of paths within our stories where the strange meets the horny. And to be honest, if Camp Strange has a physical location, you would most likely find us at the corner of Strange Street and Horny Way. <laughs> now there's a little quick break. I just wanted to note that uh, we still have 351 episodes until our next big episode. Oh, shit. 351. Wait, 351. What's our next one? Oh, 420. 420, 420 baby. Legalize that shit, dog. <laughs> so, Looking at you, California. I'm looking at you, Oregon. I'm looking at you, Washington. <laughs> it's all legal. So, but if you, if you were to come visit us, you might also find another creature who would claim that they were the rightful residents of such a location. A creature equally all things strange and, of course, horny. And that is why today I will be telling you about the monster both dreaded and beloved by all that cross its path the creature we like to call the mermaid oh very good very good a little horny a little strange a little Mm -hmm. scary you guys seen uh uh the lighthouse not yet. Not yet. No spoilers, please. Well, don't now I guess it. there's a fucking mermaid in it, it's Sam. A, it, the mermaid's no, in the trailer. Fuck so, you. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I just saw. Uh, uh, inter- oh, wait, wait, hold on. Are we talking about which lighthouse? The 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 one with Robert uh, Pattinson. With Robert Pattinson. Okay, because I saw another Willem Dafoe. Because I saw a horror movie about. And I thought it was something like Mermaid, and I think it was a foreign film, and it was about it's Splash. <laughs> No, it was about a guy, and they, it was two guys in a lighthouse, and they go crazy, and then one of them starts fucking a, fucking a mermaid. That's that's lighthouse. the lighthouse. Hmm? That's, that's the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. No, I watched this on like a website like a year ago. Like it's not. It definitely wasn't Willem Dafoe. Oh, really? Yeah, this is something that's completely different. That's what the lighthouse. That's where the lighthouse is about. <laughs> that's what the lighthouse. <laughs> that's what's going on in the lighthouse. Is it a remake? I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah. So when most of us hear the word mermaid, we think of the famous Disney film The Little Mermaid. But the movie is a very different story from the original fairy tale of The Little Mermaid written by Hans Christian Andersen. The original story consists of The Little Mermaid getting her tongue hacked out of her mouth, obtaining legs and feet that when walked on feel like she's stepping on glass, getting screwed out of a marriage by a misunderstanding, and then forced to choose between murdering the prince by stabbing him through the heart then washing her legs with the blood to get her tail back, or die by dissolving into the sea and turning into sea foam, in which she chooses the latter. So, wow. d- did you guys know that? That that's what The Little Mermaid is based on? That of? that's what the latter means? No. <laughs> <laughs> That was a term I'd never heard of. Like the former and the latter. Latter means that she, no, she I, I decided get to turn into foam. <laughs> Instead of murdering a prince. Yeah. Instead of murdering her prince. See, that was a term I'd never heard of until like this past year. Oh, really? And the I had ladder. to – someone said it, and I was like, what does that mean? And, then, la- and they were like, well, how do you not know what that means? I They're never like, heard ever of heard of the Latter-day Saints? <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> um, but Have yeah, you the- ever painted a fucking house? So ladder, <laughs> ladder means uh, <laughs> ladder means uh, the, the last one, and the former means the one before that. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, it's crazy because um, that story is like super depressing, kind of similar to Hunchback of Notre Dame. Every Dawn. single Disney movie they, is – They you, spin it. You do you know? know why they wrote the book like, – the book the hunchback of notre dame no the reason why they wrote it was to spread knowledge of the architecture of no like notre dame of the, of the church yeah oh and really? not just the church but the style of architecture that's why when you read that book it goes into such great detail of the uh, architecture 
I've never read the book. I haven't either, but I saw like a thing about that. Oh, okay. thought that was really interesting. Very interesting. But I saw the movie. But you see that? You see that that boy's back? So <laughs> I want to know the architecture of his back. <laughs> Let's see the bones. Let's see the bones. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to see those bones. But today we're not talking about hunchbacks. We're talking about mermaids. And as you can tell, mermaids uh, were seen in a much different light back in the day. Sometimes loved and sometimes hated, but let's get into why. The earliest fish-slash-human-like creatures consisted of mostly mermen, like Poseidon and Neptune. But the earliest mermaid-like figure was likely the ancient Syrian goddess Atargatis, Atargatis, who watched... Atargatis. (laughs) <laughs> who a, a target a target seashells what's your target <laughs> let's keep going so, <laughs> so um a targetist who watched over the fertility of her people as well as her as well as their general well-being but how did a targetist become a mermaid a targetist was a goddess who fell in love with a human shepherd not a german shepherd um <laughs> but her divine strength accidentally took his life you know like when you're too strong it's like wonder woman having sex with like a mortal man it's or not superman it's like she's like gonna... lenny and of mice and men <laughs> yeah she's gonna kill him so she accidentally took his life and overcome with grief and guilt a, uh, a targetist attempted to take her life in the ocean God usually turned into fish when they dove into the uh, dove into the sea, but the goddess was too beautiful for that fate, and the transformation stopped halfway through, and she became the first mermaid. You know when you're so beautiful that even like the gods are like, "Yo, you can't be full fish. Like, yeah. Come on, I wow, I worked really Girl, hard. Your top on that. half like... is crazy nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the f- the first uh, the first ever recorded uh, instance of uh, hot women getting what they want. <laughs> <laughs> True. So. Even oh, man. even the great Roman naturalist and historian Pliny the Elder wrote of mermaids from time to time, writing, The top portion of the body that resembles the human figure is still rough all over with scales. He also noted uh, Legatus of Gaul once wrote to Emperor Augustus, claiming he found a considerable number of these creatures dead upon the seashores. So, Pliny the Elder, he's famous for... Is it younger? The beer. No, well, he's done that too, but um, the Pompeii explosion. Okay. That was... I don't know if it was younger or elder, but like he's the one who documented that. That's what he's oh, most damn. known okay. for. So, he claimed that, that um, he heard people talking about... like. Uh, telling kings like i found a bunch of mermaid creatures and they had scales on the top half of their body too which mm-hmm. is very interesting yeah mm-hmm. so that just sounds like guys um making up excuses why they jumped over boats for him like oh no the top half was really good i swear <laughs> <laughs> like, i swear it wasn't covered in scales it definitely didn't look like a fish still yeah. <laughs> so, like dude i think you have like a fish fetish <laughs> well fish. i am a sailor i'm a fish fetisher so Pliny also mentions seamen. Yeah, I told you I was about to get horny up in this bitch. <laughs> so he mentions seamen, who we call them mermen, who uh, when night falls, climb into ships upon uh, which the side of the vessel where he seated himself would instantly sink downward. And if, if he remained there for a considerable time, he would even go underwater. How terrifying is that where you're just like, cruising your little boat and then all of a sudden out of nowhere all these mermen start climbing on the side and your boat starts turning over <sighs> into the sea they're basically tipping the boat over sounds like uh what the next uh 
Pirates of the Caribbean is about. Honestly, it might. No, they already had a mermaid in that one. Aren't they starting fresh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were rebooting all that shit. Sam's never seen any of them. (laughs) All I'm saying is. Pirates of the Caribbean, I've been on the ride. (laughs) I've seen seen the movie. (laughs) I saw those people eating dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it so funny in the first Pirates of the Caribbean when they're on the boat and then they look over and everybody's eating dinner? There's that guy on his like iPad really, and they're yeah, it's like a really, really nice like bistro. It's called the Blue Bayou and I've eaten dinner there, so don't talk about it. How was it? I had jambalaya and it was spicy. I was 14. I love How expensive I love jambalaya. Was it? It, my dad paid for it. I was 14. <laughs> Your dad's like, all right, Alex, you've got the bill. I've, I've eaten there too. I was even younger than 14. He's like, Daddy's not a pirate like Jack Sparrow, so I don't have any booty in my pockets, okay? So, Dad, you're going to have to pick up the bill for Daddy tonight. <laughs> Wait, can you do that whole thing but as your dad? Because we know you can do your because, dad's voice. Because everybody thought that you were faking and pretending to be your dad for when we had him on the episode. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Anyway. No, you're not. All right. So, my voice is my dad's voice. So, um, let's continue. I am my dad. So, one of the most famous portrayals of mermaids comes from Greek mythology in the legendary story The Odyssey, in which Cyrus... Sirens would lure men to their deaths with beautiful song. In the story, while Odysseus and his men are navigating the ocean in their ships, they see beautiful women splayed out on rocks singing beautifully. The experienced sailors knew that the beauty in appearance and song would uh, would do to any man. What did I write there? Would do to any man. There's so, one of those every episode. Yeah, I always do that. Basically, they knew what the, the the song and their beauty would do to any man. So in preparation, the men tied themselves to the mast of the ships and filled their ears with wax in order to keep them from jumping overboard to get to the sirens. Anyone who jumped uh, overboard would be grabbed by these mermaids and pulled down toward the depths of the black ocean, never to be seen again. That's my nightmare. What would they do? That's, it, my, that's my absolute nightmare. So yeah. I, I read that book. like in I was forced to read that book in Honors English. Trust me, I did not belong there. Oh, yeah, but, baby, Honors English. But, Wait, who'd you have? We went to the same high school. Oh, I don't remember her name. <laughs> what do you mean you don't remember her name? I don't remember her name. She's old. Miss Robbins. Yep, that's her. <laughs> Miss Robbins. So, um, but shouts out Gay Robbins. So that was her name. That's, that's her, her name. first name. Anyway, I'm sure the kids love that. So, so basically, um, I read that book and I vividly remember that part being like really terrifying. I like I being dragged to the bottom of the ocean yeah, is like the ocean that. is the scariest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm I was I just so... want to know what they did with like do those guys become the people who 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 pulled down the the ships? Wait 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 wait. Oh, let, let me get into this, oh, Sam. You're shoot. jumping ahead right now. I just Sam's pulled just, a Tobin. Yeah, Sam's just doing what you used to do. Shut up. <laughs> so according to the story, these sirens originally were actually half women and half bird, but would later be changed to half fish so sweet and deep. half human form we know as mermaids. So in the original Odyssey, they were actually half birds, which is kind of crazy. But when they switched it, that's when like the sirens became more of a thing because mm-hmm. a siren is basically a mermaid. But I don't know if the siren title falls onto a bird as well because they weren't beautiful but they sang really well yeah so well, i don't birds, that birds, like a bird to me. birds sing better than fish <laughs> and i can confirm yeah, how, how how many fish have you uh, okay. heard sing okay the one thing i learned from animal planet is that fish can't sing <laughs> well that's not true because i've heard a fish sing you know what he sang what <gasps> give me the filet fish. fish give, give me, me the fish. fish oh i thought you were gonna be don't worry 
don't worry. No, see, we got... happy now. So you must have missed like the first like two or three episodes. So we, we originally got a uh, we were originally talking about a big mouth Billy Bass that sang the fillet of fish song from McDonald's. So you what should was shut this up. like episode one, like two, three, three? Yeah, I didn't start listening until we... like thirty. That's good. That's probably a good choice. So let me get back into the story before. Hold we on, get... real quick though, because we tried to find one of the singing fi- the big mouth ballad Billy Bass whatever. Yeah. On Amazon or uh, eBay. eBay. And the only thing we found was the McDonald's brand one that sang about flail fish. <laughs> it was right. better than the rest of them. It, honestly, it was. So also, side note, it was also said that sailors who fell overboard and sank to the bottom of the ocean sometimes came back as merfolk with no memory of their past lives. Which goes exactly God, to what I'd Sam for was, that. What goes exactly to what Sam was saying about. I wonder if these guys who sank to the bottom of the ocean were the guys climbing on the ships because they were. They were. Bada wow. bing, bada boom. That's how you know I'm a good storyteller. So even <laughs> even Christopher Columbus wrote uh, that he saw mermaids while on his expedition, but claimed that they were not as beautiful as they had been depicted, and they actually looked like men. <laughs> those were just dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look at those mermaids. And like, so that's a dolphin. He's like, looks like a man to me. <laughs> look at that big forehead. It looks just like you with that that sharp, pointy snout. Christopher was like, can you check my blowhole real quick on the top of my head? So now I want to get into a little bit of the different culture mermaids. Um, okay. I want to get into maybe a little Russian, a little Irish, and a little Japanese mermaid. Because okay. most cultures do have their own types of mermaids, but they differ a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, really quick. Mm-hmm. This may or may not ruin everything but um do you think that it's like how can they be in so many different cultures do you think it's because each culture tells the other culture about it or is it because mermaids are freaking real because every single country touches the ocean not every that's <laughs> the czech republic Continent. the, the czech republic's like what the fuck man <laughs> like uh yeah we haven't seen the water in years <laughs> i just mean like um i mean the, the ocean is obviously it's all yeah. it's all connected so the mermaids could end up anywhere and any country goes to a shore especially like you said continent then they could witness these mermaids and have their own folklore about it so the first country i want to really get into is russia so in russian folklore um rusalski Rusalki, Rusalki are the spirits of women who took their own lives or were submerged in water until passing due to unwanted pregnancies. Their souls lived on forever in the form of vengeful mermaids who punished men and children for their fate. If you met a a Rusalki, she would lure you in with her beauty and make you feel safe with her soothing voice. Once you were in her grasp, she would hold you underwater until you passed. In some versions of the story, she would instead tickle you to your end while she laughed herself. Wait, tickle underwater? you yeah, she, underwater? Yeah, underwater. She would tickle you. I can't think of a worse place to be tickled than underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I really I'm assume so, but like they just basically said she would tickle you until you couldn't breathe anymore. She'd either sup- drown you underwater or maybe tickle you on land or tickle you underwater. Either way, you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, true. So, I mean, have you ever been, like, tickled by somebody where, like, you could not breathe? You shit yeah. your pants? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have been tickled. <laughs> somebody touched me. Call TMZ. Sam's been tickled. 
So, but I just think that's so. It's that's very much of a um, a haunting um, in like American folklore. We have mm-hmm. like um, a lot of spirits that have been you know uh, done wrong. All these women would have been drowned uh, due to unwanted pregnancies, and they come back as a vengeful spirit. But instead of a spirit, they come back as a mermaid. And honestly, it's. I think the tickling part is the most terrifying part of that folklore. Dying, laughing. It's like they're they're laughing, and you're just like, because I used to have dreams about this. I think I brought this up on the podcast before. I mean, but you have bad dreams. I do have yeah. bad dreams, but when I was younger, I used to have this monster called the, this guy called the Tickle Monster, and he would he would tickle me until I could not breathe, and I would suffocate in my dream, and then I'd wake up. Sounds like a short film to me. <laughs> it's very true. It's the horniest short film you've ever seen. <laughs> So next, the next place I want to go, the next country that touches water, as I like to say, um, is Ireland. Mm-hmm. So in Irish folklore, selkies are seal women. So not really your typical mermaid. <laughs> so, so when these creatures want to go on land, they simply peel off their seal skin and Easy. Re- and revealed their human forms, stowing their skin behind rocks. Unfortunately for them, any man can make a selkie his bride if he steals her skin. As long as he, this is a very important thing, as long as he keeps the skin in a hidden place and oils it frequently. <laughs> I want to know what kind of breathing apparatus she had inside the skin. No, so she, can she like had a zi- water. She had like a zipper down the back of her seal costume. And she comes on land, zips it off. She's like, oh, what's up? And then the guy's like, oh, I'm going to steal this costume. Yeah. So now you, they're not going to accept Look you back. Look at this seal this... suit I found. Yeah, it's cool. Y'all, y'all ever seen Tusk? Oh, yes. yeah. Good oh, my God. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Great movie. It was no, good no, for like, scar- the first like scary. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. Like that. It just freaked like the, me out. Like the weirdest type of scary. Yeah. They're just like, this is so weird, but like, holy shit, this was real. Yeah. So I just want to finish off with Selkies because Selkie love stories always end in tragedy for the men, though, as land-bound Selkies never stop hunting for their skin. They inevitably find them and return to sea, never to see their husbands or children ever again. Are they immortal? Like, can they die? Um, I believe they can die but they're basically just saying like even when you have this selkie as like your wife and you have like 10 years deep with her and your child's like six all of a sudden if like the selkie's like cleaning out one of the closets and finds her seal costume she's like she'll she'll dip and then now you got a six-year-old what am i gonna do with the (laughs) six-year-old who's who's gonna cook and clean (laughs) who's who's gonna catch fish in their mouth now What, how am I gonna find a how am I gonna find a wife that claps like like who's gonna bark me to sleep? <laughs> anyway, so I mean that's just a deadbeat seal if I've ever heard of one. So uh, the next place I want to go is Japan. So the ningyo the ningyo of Japan are a totally different kind of mermaid than you probably than you probably are used to. Instead of the traditional half-human, half-fish hybrid that is so common amongst Western mythology, the ningyo uh, can take various forms. The lower body of a fish with the upper half of a monkey, the whole body of a fish with the face of a bird, reptile, or even a human, and often sports grotesque, razor-sharp teeth sprouting from their mouth. These creatures are more than just awful to look at. 
look at. However, they supposedly possess incredible powers too. So, I mean, just picture this. Picture you got a you got a full fish. You got a full fish, right? Okay, swims, yeah, swim, full fish. Swims mm-hmm. up to you. You're expecting mm-hmm. a song, right? Maybe about mm-hmm. a filet of fish. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you got Winona Ryder's face on that fish. Mm. That's a human face right there. Ah, so scary. <laughs> She's like, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But is that, uh, I mean, it's just, I feel like it, leave it to Japan to put, like, a human face on, like, a, a fish and be like, what? Be like, no, it's cute. Be like, that's not cute. That's scary. <laughs> be like, no, it's cute. It's got razor sharp teeth, too. Be like, ah, oh, no, that's not. Well, what's the word? What's the word we're looking for? What's cute in Japanese? Kawaii? Yeah. Um, okay. That fish ain't kawaii, baby. Just real quick. <clears throat> I just want to describe to the listener that uh, when you said picture this, uh, Stokes fully closed his eyes mm-hmm. and was very, I went very soulfully picturing. Oh, I fell asleep for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so the flesh of the ningyo, like I said, they do have powers. They possess incredible powers. So the flesh of the ningyo if consumed, supposedly could grant a person eternal life or at least a very long one. One, <laughs> you might not forever. go forever, but it's gonna be a long one. He's like, hey, okay, you're gonna be hurting all <laughs> over, and you're gonna want to die. <laughs> so, so I, I got this skin. You'll see your great grandchild die, but hey, you know you're still alive. <laughs> He's like, so I got this skin, right? No one's ever returned it. Okay, so I, I, I think they're still alive. I don't know, hundred percent, but. Um, uh, there is a st- there is a tale. So one tale tells the story of a young girl who consumed ningyo meat by accident after her father left it out. You know, like <laughs> you just go eat your dad left <laughs> your dad's leftovers all the time. Mm-hmm. So she would uh, she would uh, barely end up barely aging and lived for many years wandering through the world until one day she finally returned to her hometown to pass at the age of 69 no (laughs) like she didn't live forever but she lived up there what what do you guys think 660.9 no 800 she got to the 800 800 so i mean it's worth trying to go find yourself in yago even if it is a little sharp teeth winona rider fish you know you got to watch out for them but like oh there's another tale you missed what are you talking about you said there's there's one tale but there's another tale you missed is it on the back of the fish? Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> you know what? I wrote that in my story like numerous mm-hmm. times. I'm like I like I was like, this tail, not the tail on the fish. And I was like, yo, you're stupid. And I like deleted mm-hmm. it. So I'll leave that for you, David. That's yeah. for you. So um I wanna end it off with this. So most civilizations throughout history have believed in some form of mermaid, since it is an ancient belief that every land animal actually has a counterpart within the sea. A horse has a seahorse. Mm. A cow, a sea cow, aka yeah. a manatee. Those are Whoa. awesome. And a dog. What do you guys think? It seems pretty a similar. Seal. It seems pretty similar to a seal, if you ask me. My dog looks like a seal when his ears are down. So why wouldn't a mermaid exist as a human counterpart? Because we have sea monkeys. You can buy them shits at the dollar store. It's <laughs> a monkey. So aren't we all? So I like to say this. So we're not in the monkey club, okay? So next time you're feeling especially horny, maybe take your dinghy out. Yes, I mean your boat. And row and row it out beyond the waves and keep an ear out for any singing. And if you're lucky enough, maybe you'll get pulled into the depths of the ocean, ripped apart by razor-sharp teeth, or tickled to death. Well, only if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> 
So it's it up to you like guys. Sam's into it. It sounds like yeah. I mean, if you want to pull your dinghy out past the past the buoys and go get pulled down or tickled to death, that's all you, baby. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of being pulled under. <laughs> so I mean, th- that's a history of mermaids. I mean, as we know, they are ferocious, but they are also beautiful. So they're like a. They're like a poisonous butterfly the the, the 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 scary one that you keep that you keep saying has like scales all over it reminds me of the fourth harry potter mm-hmm. you, guys, you know what they, are those things called? fire i don't know if they called them mermaids or i don't remember what they called them but they yeah. were scary seamen they're called merkins <laughs> <laughs> dude i didn't make one merkin joke this entire time yep I think that's another joke that might be referenced in our next episode. I think it is. David talked extensively about Merkins. Keep that extensive. Stay stay tuned for Merkin talk. (laughs) Not Mermen talk. Merken. Merken. So, um... I, yeah, that's my story. Yeah, that's the history of a brief history of mermaids. I mean, you could go into every every a brief history of mermaids. <laughs> so you could go into any kind of mm. uh, lore you want, but that that's just the little surface area. Yep. Well, I think it's time for our guest to go. You ready? Yeah, I'm Samuel. ready to go. Um. All right. So whenever you want. <clears throat> this uh, I didn't get the 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 horny. He didn't memo. get the horny memo. We, I didn't get the horny memo. To be fair, he didn't know he was jumping into six, the episode 69. That's our fault. But So we're going to take a little horny break. But you guys need that. We all need a break. Yeah, Give me can. 15 minutes, you know? <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. Give me 15 Cigarette minutes break. and two Gatorades. <laughs> oh, I need a Pedialyte. A Pedialyte, baby. <laughs> there Pedialyte. we go. Oh, can I get a cherry Pedialyte? <laughs> baby. Strawberry Pedialyte. I need a gallon of milk. <laughs> Meal. Anyway. Um, yeah. Give me some pineapple. So, Sam, what do you have for us today? All right. So, what I have is this story called <clears throat> the, Man- <laughs> the Manhattan Abduction of Linda. Linda. <laughs> Just Linda. Just Linda. Of Linda Cortiel Napolitano. I think about that website where you can learn things. <laughs> is it just called Linda? Linda.com. It's like, Linda, teach me about Spanish. <laughs> She's like, She's got no. the classes. Wow. Well, I mean, it sounds pretty horny, okay, too. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so the please... Manhattan abduction of Linda Cortiel Napolitano. Oh, I like it. So, Tobin Stokes, have you ever gotten up in the middle of the night for any reason? Oh, Wow. To use do you, the, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> to use the bathroom, a quick, a quick uh, midnight bowl of cereal. Oh, I'm a PB and J midnight um, guy. Yeah, d- I'm not gonna lie, I ate like three Costco cookies last night. Like, like I woke up and are I those ate... bigger than normal cookies? Yeah, okay. they're, they're 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 the ones that come in the big things. The the pizza box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ate three full size bazookies last night. <laughs> Help me! It acid reflux when I woke Last up. Last night, real late, I, I, I drove down to BJ's. <laughs> I've been I ordered three pizookies. I've been shitting diabetes ever since. <laughs> so, have you ever woken up in the middle yes. of the night? You ever woken up? You know, when you wake up, when Tobin comes out in the living room yelling about how we need to shut the windows because there are too many spiders. <laughs> Yo, for real though, Pretty watch out for them spiders. <laughs> That's too true. Well, <clears throat> let me tell you. On November 30th, 1989, a housewife and mother of two, Linda Cortiel, 
uh, Cortile is in quotes. Uh, that was the fake name that they gave her um, when they to hide her identity. To hide her identity. Okay. Oh, I see. Linda Cortile Napolitano was uh, awakened at 3 a.m. not by an urge to drop a big deuce or stuff her face with <laughs> full of peanut butter, but oh. by a strange light shining through the window of her Manhattan apartment building. It was her neighbor Larry <laughs> again. Hey, I brought this new flashlight. <laughs> Linda, look at my new flashlight. It's got a strobe <laughs> setting. You having a seizure in there? Or who's wrong? That night, Napolitano claimed that she was abducted by the so-called Greys, mm-hmm. who floated her from her closed bedroom window into a hovering UFO. Oh, I mean, if I'm getting abducted and they hovered me out, I wouldn't be that mad. If they just like with their little grimy hands, like pick me up and like Yeeted threw me in a bag. They can't eat you in a bag. <laughs> yeah, just eat me up real quick. They the the thing I Yeet read me that up, part. Scotty. <laughs> I read that part like three times. I was like, through a, it says through the closed bedroom window, and I just want to know if they just like just, tried really hard. Just, <laughs> she's, like, she's like pressed up against it, and finally just cracks and shatters everywhere. Oh, that's a great image. It's like um, it's like in the movie when somebody like lands on a glass roof and they can feel it like cracking underneath, yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh. oh. Yeah. See, I think it's funnier. She just goes straight through it. <laughs> With no resistance. Um, so she actually uh, had, uh, this is this is what she said about the event. This is a quote. This is a quote. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, st- <laughs> I'm standing up on nothing. And they take me out. Uh, they take me out all the way, way up above the building. Ooh, I hope I don't fall. This is sounding pretty horny. <laughs> The UFO opens up almost like a clam, and <gasps> then I'm inside. <laughs> okay, this is a horny story. Yeah, is, Don't be fucking this lying to us. This, this is, is dummy horny. Open like a clam? I see, I see benches similar to regular benches, and they're they're bringing me down a hallway. Doors open like sliding doors. Oh, Yo, I saw horny. this. I saw this porno. What are you lying about, boy? <laughs> Uh, inside are all these lights and buttons in a big, long table. Oh, man. I don't want to get up on that table. They make me get up on the table. Yo, okay, anyway. honestly, this is like a this is like one of those novels you buy at the grocery yeah. store that has just the guy's abs on the front of it. That's <laughs> what this is. There's always a horse yeah, and a cliff. There's a horse. A cliff, the, the moon. Yeah. yeah. The a moon. white button-up shirt that's open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They never show their face, too, because I think they want you to, like, picture whoever you want to picture. But, like, the body, everybody's like, okay. Right. They just like put abs. the big old, like, uh, New York Times bestseller over his face. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. Oprah Club. <clears throat> so anyway. Because he looks like Paul Giamatti with a good body. <laughs> I'll take it. So anyway. <clears throat> a horse with abs emerged. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay, Keep so reading. <clears throat> Keep they reading. get me up on the table anyway. They start uh, saying things to me, and, and I'm yelling, and I, I still can yell. But one of them says something that sounds like, Nobby Egg. <laughs> <laughs> Nobby Egg? Nobby Egg. So that guy, he, he – he needs 20 more minutes if you guys know if you're catching my drift. <laughs> and two Pedialytes. Yeah, he's like, give me a Pedialyte, man. You step in the other room. She says, I think they were trying to tell me to be quiet because they put their hand over my mouth. 
Ooh. Ooh, that's the end of the quote. <laughs> that's the end of the quote. <laughs> oh, finished, finished too soon. I'm going to start yeah. using that in my regular life. Like, Nobby egg? If my girlfriend's <laughs> talking egg. about Nobby egg, <laughs> right over her mouth, she's like, we're at Cheesecake Factory. You need to stop this. <laughs> okay, so Linda's experience, though intriguing, was hampered by uh, uh, at first by memory loss. She could recall only bits and pieces of the abduction. She could remember vividly the actual kidnapping in the room where she was examined, but the transportation process itself was totally lost on her. A lot of people say that. A lot of yeah. people go like, "I don't really remember like how I got into the ship, but mm-hmm. I remember like the interior of the ship." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they uh, yep so quick, you lose so fast. your memory gets left on Earth. Mm-hmm. I think now, snaps back like a rubber band. <laughs> now, well, but what? What makes this abduction more interesting than any of the other, like, I was probed by green alien stories? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, are you about to tell us? Do we have to guess? They were gray. Um, I think she really enjoyed it from the, from the sound of it. All right. Dare. She probed them. <laughs> <laughs> they took turns. It's um, consensual on okay. both parts. The the thing that sets this one apart is that there were witnesses. Oh, wait, what? Okay. Witnesses, like in starring the... Sam Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wow! I can't even be mad at that plug. Right That's a good one. <clears throat> we didn't need to give you that ten second wait, plug. You say starring or featuring? It's <laughs> it's it's. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm a I'm I'm like third fourth. It's lead. true. You are you are. I think like fourth third build. Third know? fourth. And I think it's the, up there. Hey, you're the best actor in, in that you movie. Hey, you're you're the quarter that makes a hundred. You're the fourth right there. Yeah. Thank you. I'm the quarterback. Nabi Nabi Egg. Nabi Egg. You guys could take this all out. There were two sets of witnesses. Two sets of witnesses. One witness was a t- retired telephone operator. Oh, you can't trust them. No. Janet Kimball, who stated she had seen the abduction that night from the Brooklyn Bridge. Where she thought she was watching uh, uh, the filming of a scene from an upcoming sci-fi film. What year mm. was this? This was 1989. Okay, so, so this is it's it big could be budget. Legitimate. Big yeah. budget. Next Spielberg. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They or made like, a they made a real UFO for it. Ghostbusters, yeah. maybe. Whoa! So she thought she was watching she like she was a. Watching? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the second <laughs> the second set of witnesses is where it gets interesting. Okay. These two men are known as Richard and Dan. Mm-hmm. Is that their real names? Probably not. Who, no. who knows? <laughs> Richard and Dan. Sure Richard and know. Dan. Uh, they were originally revealed as two bodyguards for a senior United Nations statesman who 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 was also visiting Manhattan. So they're on high alert. They're looking at yeah, everything. They're, they're looking around. They are they are alert. So you and said they are you watching. said it was Richard and Dan. Richard and Dan. Can we? Fix that for the horny episode. Dick and Dan. Thank you. <laughs> this dip- this diplomat. Can we just call him Dan this Dick? Dick-o-mat. Dan Dick. Dan's Dick. This diplomat. <clears throat> this diplomat would eventually be identified as Javier Perez du Cuellar. Where is he from? I don't know. Uh, he's from Tokyo. Javier. <laughs> he's like I got one of the mermaids in Tokyo. <laughs> Uh, allegedly, he and his guards were a part of a group who were coming late at night from the heliport at Governor's Island, the military installation in New York Harbor, with uh, with them in the other cars, as one of the as one of the agents put it, 
with two two U.S. government officials and a for and two foreign statesmen. So they had a jam packed car. They got jam packed. There's a lot cars. of cocaine. There's a lot car. of there's a lot of cocaine. It was 1989. A lot of mermaid skin. You mean? <laughs> they all, they're all fucking a lot 700 of, right and now. a cheese grater. <laughs> Snort that shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to say after so that. I, uh, so Richard actually has a quote in here. He stated... Uh, that we who? His name. Rich I don't Dick. know that name. There Dick. we go. Dickie, Dickie, Dickie boy. Dick uh, says, there, there was an oval-shaped object hovering over the top of the apartment building two or three blocks from where we sat. We didn't know where it came from. It happened too fast. It, its lights turned from bright reddish orange to a whitish blue coming out of the bottom. Green lights rotated around the edge of the saucer. A little girl or woman wearing a white gown sailed out of the window in a fetal position and then stood in midair in this beam of light. Okay, so I have an actual question. They are in Manhattan. They're in one Manhattan. Of the, one of the most populated cities is it in the world. Technically, city. Yeah. Um, in the in the United States, at least. In the world, I think. Is it? I mean, I probably. think like, Tokyo is probably the number one. But um, the question I have is, why did not more people see them? Or is it something like you are predispositioned, or like you have to like believe, uh, or you know? I like, have an answer for that. Yeah. What's up? Have you ever been in New York? Yes. People see crazy shit every day. You it think lights. they give a shit? They're just like, like fuck it. I need to go get a bagel. Yeah, I guess like this New York. It's 1989, baby. I guess like people didn't have phones. Where'd too. my Kango hat go? Okay, Samuel L. <laughs> but um, no, I, I guess that that was my question. Is like, do you, do you think people are predisposed to like seeing aliens? Like people who believe see them, or do you think it's like the general population maybe witnessed something and went like whatever. Uh, I'm mil- sure a few other people saw were just like, oh, yeah. never brought it up. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, they never got didn't. contacted. People yeah. were busy, you know. Okay, right. and it, it was also three. It was also three a.m. Did I say that? So oh, hold on, no, you didn't. What, what was the first? What was the first person? They were, were they a nine one one operator? Uh, Janet Kimball. Yeah. What was? No, she was a retired phone operator. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was gonna say if she was a nine one one operator, then like you know she's a little closer to report things, and then the other guys were bodyguards for like political people so they have a, right. another like those are two positions that would have an easier way of contacting someone saying we saw this crazy shit it's also 3 yeah. a.m and, and not the janitor at the fucking elementary school who's like why would i even go forward with this like it's stupid yeah. it's a waste yeah. of my time no, no, i need to pay my rent me yeah yeah exactly um but dick went on <laughs> to uh to say i can see three of the ugliest creatures i ever saw like David, you should see wait, wait. my mother. Wait, you're telling me David and two mirrors were up there? <laughs> got right, him. Right there. Got him. They're on both sides. <laughs> so you got, you got the, you got the you portrait got the front, on both sides. Yeah, you got the front and you got two uh, profiles. He's like, I remember the alien was not symmetrical at all. <laughs> you see the, you see the front and you're like, uh, and then you see the profile. It's like, how does that match up? <laughs> What's fucking wrong with his beard? It's all patchy and shit. <laughs> two of the, three of the ugliest creatures I ever saw. <laughs> I don't know what they were. They weren't human. Or mermaids. Or mermaids. <laughs> Their heads were all out of proportion. Very large heads with no hair. Those buggers were escorting her into the craft. My partner screamed, We gotta go get them. 
We oh, try get the trying, helicopter. Trying to save him. Okay, this is where just shoot your gun at him. <laughs> this is this is where it's. We tried to get out of the car, but couldn't. <laughs> Was well, it moving? Well, they're on the bridge, right? <laughs> yeah, I I read one story had it where they, they're on the they're on the FDR. Okay, and they said they were parked. Mm. But I've been on the FDR, and I don't know where you can park on the FDR. It's a, it's a freeway, basically. But they do have like a a diplomat, a diplomat in the a car. A diplomat in the car. Mm-hmm. So like and maybe they're like, we could stop traffic like Jack Nicholson in fucking anger management. You know? Yeah. I feel maybe. pretty. He stops it. Move along, dickhead. <laughs> Remember that movie? Move on, Dick and Richard. Okay. <laughs> I don't know so. if I ever saw that one. Oh, it's so good. He's, mm. He just stops on the bridge. Oh no, it's good. Fuck you. Whoa. I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. Come Whoa. here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an overreaction, but okay. Continue. Uh, no, it's good. His his quote is concluded by saying, After the woman was escorted in, the, uh, the oval turned reddish-orange again and whisked off. Oh, fuck. Is what? this guy like a moonlight rider? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, like, does he write in his free time? Like oh. at night, he's like sitting writing sci-fi novels. Maybe. That's a term, isn't it? That, yeah, that yeah. Moonlight moon as a writer. You're moonlighting. Moonlight yeah, as a yeah, writer. Yeah, okay. I thought it was like a Japanese <laughs> anime thing. You're like, I'm a moonlight writer. Like, you know, like do a, I watch anime? What was that cartoon with the Sailor Moon? <laughs> there was a Sailor Moon knockoff. I'm just gonna mute your don't mic. Mute <laughs> don't mute me. Don't mute me. So what Dick and Dan mm-hmm. witnessed. Uh, that night would become a curse to them, having deep impact on their lives for years to come. They would become irrational and psychotic, and one what? of them would become uh, would become to think of Linda as some unusual, extraordinary power influence on others. So he, she got a stalker. He began to stalk her. Are you serious? That's the exact next sentence. Holy Yo. shit! All he right. began to stalk her. Did he somehow blame Linda for his emotional behavior or fear? Or was it or would his involvement be a threat to his livelihood? On April 29th, 1991, this is two years after, okay. they kidnapped Linda. <gasps> oh my god. Bundled her in their car in broad daylight and questioned her for three hours. Okay, can I ask one question? Yeah. This is a very important, crucial question. Yeah. Like extremely to the story. Was Linda hot? <laughs> yeah, I no, don't know. No, seriously, that's like a very important thing. I feel like you think so. If she was like Maybe. butt ugly, looking like one of them the extraterrestrials out oh, there in that, in that oval, like these guys might have been like. I mean, obviously they're psychotic and they're questioning her. They're not doing anything else. But like, if somebody got a stalker and they're like kind of good looking, I'm like. Well, maybe, I can follow her for longer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like they saw her, Jesus, like man. they saw her on the news. No, but maybe they saw her on the news and they're like, "Oh, we saw it," and then they're trying to get like a closer connection Close to her or something like that. You know You're what I mean? Angel. So I just don't know. But like, just the fact that they kidnapped her and questioned her for three hours proves that they were all about the aliens and not about you know the horniness as we as we like that's an interesting interesting interjection i just wanted to yeah i didn't know like i didn't know how old everybody was in this too you know what i mean like yeah well she's she's a she's a housewife and mother of two okay so she's a little bit older but i don't know this is i mean 1989 isn't that that long ago but she could have been younger yeah for sure older uh, in the 80s you know it was 
you know, Dude, you don't have to tell me children. about like pregnancy rates right now. <laughs> you're like, I actually did some research me- on pregnancy <laughs> rates in, in 1982. Everybody at 21 was pregnant <laughs> with twins. Um, okay, so uh, after they questioned, her, so they questioned her for three hours. Dan became increasingly upset with Linda as she repeated the state uh, repeatedly stated that she had no idea why the abduction happened. Linda would be kidnapped a second time by Yo. the men who oh. tried to, by the same men, uh, who tried to pry information from her, thinking that she was a part of the alien abduction. Herself. I love, I love the second kidnapping when they show up at the door. And she's like, "This shit." We had again. some questions we forgot. <laughs> this, this shit again here. Don't even like put the bag over my head. I'll but walk we, with we, you. we did bring the goldfish this time <laughs> in the cheeses. We know you got hungry last time, but I, you know, I didn't. I didn't really think about it the first time around, but the fact that she had been you know use the term abducted but like mm-hmm. she was kidnapped by aliens yeah and then kidnapped by these two guys twice yeah so far but like think about the fact that she was kidnapped by aliens and these two guys like that's just like fuck like just so much like, kidnapping if you, yeah. if you don't believe that she was abducted by aliens she was definitely abducted by two, two bodyguards <laughs> by dick and dan <laughs> dick and dan um, fun with dick and dan okay so here's where it gets horny uh Oh no! Maybe not that horny. I hope horny in like the good sense. Well, it's not that horny. I wrote okay. wonky, but I just thought it would be funny to say horny. Wonky's okay. a cousin. Of horny, <laughs> a little bit. Okay, so Willy horny. That's supposed to be a Willy wonky joke. Please, <laughs> no one cut can. that out. Cut that out and bury it. <laughs> I cut it out. I save it as a different audio file. Put it on a thumb drive and bury it. <laughs> Willie Horny. Here lies Willie Horny. 4,000 years from now, someone digs it up and puts it into a computer. And it wins an Oscar. No, wait. In the movie. What's, what's uh, the guy, the, whoever digs it up gets a Pulitzer. Pulitzer. <laughs> it's just, it just over and over. Willie Horny. Like, Willie Horny. Like, and just wow. no laughter. Please delete right, it. Mark Twain, then Willie Horny. Alex <laughs> this Toby. is a beautiful example of how people thought they were smart. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, were please continue forget okay, about this so this is where it gets horny horny hon- mm. honky horny it gets honky in here <laughs> horny okay so later on right dan and dick and dick who's that the, the the guy from dick i forget his first name oh the politician the politician guy. oh okay. so now he's involved um so they they were they, later on they remembered that they had been uh they had all been abducted along with Cortile. So this is like later on they're like, Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We had been abducted with her. Here we go. Make me the president now. <laughs> we, Dan said Dan said that the the aliens had telepathically identified her as Lady of the Sands. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very What's random. That? Well, she had an ant farm, and now she's special. <laughs> she's like, look at I'm the god of them, and they carry sand? Yeah, I have no idea. That's so weird. It, it, it's a weird It's a weird label. It's And they're, Dick and Dan are saying all this. Dan, 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 wait, yeah. they wrote the president in on this, too. The president's like, I was there. Yes, the pres- not the president. Oh, he's just a, a United d- Nations statesman. Oh, he's U- UN. Okay. UN. So, uh, Cortile hadn't consciously remembered that but under hypnosis mm. she had recalled the same details oh it's a woman linda 
Oh, uh, Linda. Linda Cordiel Napolitano. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the politician again. She has too many names. She has yeah, too many she names. does. Uh, I'll just call her Linda from now on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, however, D- Dick, Dan, and the politician remembered everything without hep- hypnosis. Oh. So it's like, did they get together? Mm-hmm. Or are they actually remembering what happened? Dick, in fact... Uh, recalled a lifetime of abductions and was convinced he was the real father of Linda's youngest child. Oh. Did she not know who, who the father oh was? I, I have no idea. Okay. It re- Cortile, now, now, now Linda, while hypnotized, <laughs> remembered God. remembers all of this too while hypnotized right down to the pet names her and Richard had called each other when they were with the aliens. I gotta take a time out real quick. And I just have to, I just have to appreciate when we have a guest come onto the show and just like pull a story. That's just so good. Like, this is great. This is, this is, these guys are so fucking stupid. Like, I can't believe, I'm just picturing them in the car. He's like, I got, one guy goes, I got abducted. The other guy goes, I got abducted too. I got abducted. When right I, now. When I was one. And they're like, I got abducted when I was negative one. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, it just seems like they're competing with each other at this yeah. point. And, but then, and then, and then, uh, who was it? Dick is all like, is like, and then, and then I'm, I already, I had relations with Linda. I think Linda's hot. Linda might be hot. I don't know. There's no pictures. There's nothing because, because this is not an on record story and you know these bodyguards are fat but they think they're buff <laughs> so like they're not off. one one of the stories that i re- read about this uh states them as cia agents okay maybe they're a little fit <laughs> <laughs> they have abs they're, they're and not... they are horses yeah. they're but they also the look cover. like paul giamatti <laughs> yeah yeah that's true <laughs> with the face and hair of paul giamatti <laughs> um so yeah so linda uh, while hypnotized remembers her relations with with uh, Descard. Okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting. That's now she's admitting to it. Now here's where it all they're, goes they're, downhill. They're all okay. in on it. Hold they're on, now we're, we're hitting the slope. Here's okay. where it all goes downhill. I'm loving it. I'm loving it all. This is we're getting down to it. Later on, Dick refused to go public with the information, and Dan was removed from the security service, aka the CIA, after being deemed mentally unfit. Oh, Dan. While while the uh, UN uh, aficionado mm-hmm. went public with a note to PBS TV's show, PBS's TV show Nova, stating, "I cannot but strongly deny the claim that I have had an abduction experience at any time. On several occasions, when questioned about the matter, I reiterated that these allegations were completely false, and I hope that this statement will definitely put an end to these unfounded rumors. Yo, Dick Yard, you, you're a coward. Yeah, dude. He he just he just he's like he's like I I'm a he, part of the UN. Because he because oh, he were lose my job. He remembered he remembered when he was under hypnosis. Oh no, when he wasn't under hypnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like I, that, I was in on it, but then he saw the other dude get fired. And all of a sudden, he's like not claiming. Yeah, it. Well, yeah I mean, it, that's it. Or, or I mean, because the other statements were off the record. You know, mm-hmm. they were they were with you know some some guy who was you know investigating this abduction. Yeah. Just some random, you know, off the record. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? 
<laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe this is just another green alien probe me story, or I pr- I probed green aliens. No, story. gray. They're grays. Gray area. Gray aliens. <laughs> gray area. Gray area. Gray alien sure. sto- story. But most abductions were not witnessed by multiple people before that night, and had never. The, but those people had never crossed paths before that night. Whoa. Okay. Very. And I think my biggest question is, um, it seemed like Dick had the better connection with uh, Linda. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they're together or if they're still in contact or what Dan is up to. Actually, I'm wondering what they're Dick, all up Dick to. Dick refused. Dick refused to go on on record be, for fear of losing his job. Oh, because I mean, Dan, this this Dan lost his job. Because this Dan was job. like 30 years ago, though. So it, it is possible that none of them are alive. It's possible. I guess, yeah. It's I'm, possible, but if they were in their 30s then, that means that they're only 60-something now. Yeah. My, my father is 61. You know 62. How, but the way 61. They're, but do the you, guys, they're do like, you guys know how old my dad is? He's 105, right? 63. How, how old's my dad? 105. Six, 69. Yeah! yeah! Okay. Very okay. topical. Okay. 69, baby. <laughs> He's 420. But... Yeah, so that's how I want to end it. Is they've never crossed paths before that night, and then we have Janet. Wait, even wait, hold on. So even the bodyguard, is... the bodyguards had never known Linda, but Janet they knew each other. Has never met Linda, never met Dan and Dick. But Dan and Dick knew each other. Dan and Dick knew each other, okay. and Dick Couillar. That's no. the very peculiar thing where you have multiple people coming forward and saying I saw something, and that is the only reason that I'm like you know what, maybe something's going on because they don't know each other. They can't corroborate stories. They don't know what's going on. So I'm like, you know what, maybe they aren't as crazy as we think they are. But at the same time, we know people like attention. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to get behind them and go, you know what, you're credible when some people just live a normal life and they go, you know, spotlight right here. I'm going to jump uh, in that I shit real write quick. write a book yeah. on this. Exactly. Yeah, but honestly – very interesting to think about that especially those guys risking their jobs for this yeah yeah I, like if i was in the cia i i assume you're getting paid pretty well you got good benefits at least like you're not gonna throw that away for nothing and uh they one of them kind of did so yeah one did the other one kind of held on but geez what an interesting like T- turn of events you know with the whole kidnapping they were kidnapping well, hold on people. was, that, was, that, the, was that the end of your story that's the end yeah okay. that that, that the, like imagine you're dick and dan right mm-hmm. and you're and you're like all in on this you're kidnapping women because you think they should both crazy. lose their jobs they should both lose their jobs one but well, yeah. then the guy who was with you that night and 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 com- verbally confirmed with you that they saw what you saw and confirmed and verbally confirmed with you that they were also abducted on that night with you goes on national television and says fuck no that didn't happen you just fucked that's yeah. a, that's a kick to the balls right yeah now. you're just like but what about the last three years like you were you <laughs> what were about the- when we cut our hands and shook on it <laughs> bastard <laughs> you're the highest ranking member of the alien group man what are you doing Man, that's crazy. 
Interesting story. I like Great that. story. That was really good. I'm going to delete this episode so I can do that story. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool move. Yeah. So, David, what do you have for us what today? What do you got, Well, so this is my extra low effort story for a guest episode. <laughs> and uh, this is a list of some horny history moments. Let's get horny, baby. Oh, my God. Well, okay. okay. I'm very excited for this. This is, this is actually, I should phrase that better, lesser known horny history moments. So, uh, you guys know those powdered wigs? Yeah, I heard of them. I know about them powdered wigs. So, powdered wigs were invented to cover up the overwhelming amount of head sores that were directed... (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. We haven't gotten gotten horny yet. Okay. People have hair under there? Or just head sores? Powdered wigs were invented to cover up the overwhelming amount of head sores that were directly caused by syphilis. Oh, cephalus. Um, cephalus. Yeah, a lot of syphilis back in the powdered wigs days. I didn't want to say a date. I because saw a I billboard for syphilis wrong. in L.A. What's going on with syphilis? Yeah, a lot of syphilis. There's a lot of uh, STD billboards. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. It's them. like get checked at ch- syphilis. At, 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 your, at your local 7-Eleven. At, at your local. Uh, at syphilismoms.com. <laughs> Are you talking because you saw that billboard? It looked the pregnant it was the woman. Pregnant woman yeah. It said syphilis affects your baby. Yeah. God, so sad. So does booze. What? That's so true. Oh, booze affects your. Yeah, I think you said booze affects your syphilis. It might. Well, it might. Yeah. Um. So that's also part of why they would powder their face so much too. Oh, mm. to have that pale look because they were probably like red with syphilis. And or they something. were yeah. losing blood from their syphilis sores. Yeah. It was to hide the open sores. And uh, interesting. I it don't was... see how powder could. I'm sorry. I I don't see how powder could hide syphilis sores. It would just look like white, like well, from a, from a distance. Well, it was from a distance. If everybody yeah. did it, then you don't feel self conscious anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was also frequently mentioned how prominent a person's nose was because um, syphilis would devour the tissue in your nose. So, oh, whoa. In so they like, all became Voldemort's? Yeah, basically. But so like in a lot of like old timey uh, literature, it would people would mention like their noses because it would say like, oh, they've got like a big old green nose because they don't have syphilis and it's not being eaten away. Big noses were a sign of health i guess right yeah, yeah. sort of like how how being fat was a sign of health yeah because you're day. healthy enough to eat healthy enough to just keep no eating. not health rich drinking, enough to eat rich drinking enough. ale Jesus. and drinking wine well you're both yeah <laughs> yeah so uh antoni van luwinda hulk was known as the father of microbiology you uh, know why uh micro penis he had a micro penis maybe i don't know they don't mention that <laughs> My- it was you have a guess? No, no, no. I have no guess. <laughs> it was because he was the first person ever to examine semen under a microscope. What, merman? Semen. No. <laughs> semen. Sperm. Oh, man. <laughs> Which, by the way, was his own semen that he examined immediately after having sex with his wife. Whoa. Well, good. At least it was, was his wife. Well, he was very adamant that people knew that it was after sex with his wife. <laughs> Because he didn't, he he wanted to make sure everybody knew he got laid. He's like, he's kind of, no, no, I got, I, I got laid. He's, yeah, like, was, he's like, everybody, I want to tell you that I uh, inspected my own semen, and I definitely did it after I had sex with my wife, and not a lobster. Everyone's like, what? Everyone's like, no, no, no lobster. I don't own a lobster under my bed. I don't feed him. I don't keep him healthy. It, he's, it he's, wasn't with a mermaid. It was my wife. <laughs> 
And my wife is not a mermaid. He doesn't have a crusher claw that grabbed my balls last <laughs> And that's not what I'm into. <laughs> I don't like pain in any sexual form. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next one. Alexander the Great. I know about him. Heard of him. You know how many prostitutes he had? Enough. 69. <laughs> 69. Not even close. Uh, 420. He had, he had 361 prostitutes. Whoa. Which, with obvious math, means that he was four away from having a lady for every goddamn day of the year. Wow. Whoa, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So you just looked like you so, just you just went right into your imagination. Yeah, right you, there. you, kinda, you, you left you, us for a we moment. We kind of lost you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, my That imagination. was like in Doctor Strange when she punches his soul out of him. <laughs> we saw you, like, just disappear. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was going through like hexagons. You're and flying. Shit. You're flying over 364. 365. I was. I was flying through like hexagons, and there's like women around me, and then like one lobster, and I was like, "What's that?" And then like I flew by. And I was like, <laughs> "They're like that's that's number 362." <laughs> you can't call a lobster a prostitute. <laughs> it's not a prostitute if you pay him in in crickets. <laughs> Do you what do lo- lobsters eat? I don't know what lobsters eat. I'm literally It's I was definitely like, not fucking crickets. Yeah, Look, where are oh, they going to get crickets, Now you man. guys are going to pretend like crickets aren't on the bottom of the ocean floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Ben Franklin was known to be a total sex freak and loved to tell his younger like friends about how much he'd love to have sex with older women. Yo, that boy had syphilis too. <laughs> yeah. I watched The Office and he definitely had syphilis. He loved older women, but at the end of the day, he just loved every type of woman. Um, it was said that when he died, an astounding amount of women showed up to his funeral funeral mourning him. Well, that's good that the women liked them liked him too. They liked the fat yeah. ass forehead because that dude they was just, all they just like forehead. to smack it. <laughs> that, that dude was all forehead and kite. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, a lot of I like hanging out with Ben because he's like he has a pretty sexy forehead, but all he wants to do is fly a kite. <laughs> Sorry, I think that's funny. So uh, this one I wasn't sure about writing because it's eh, a little iffy. But uh, do it. Do Anne it. Frank's diary talked oh god no, a no. lot about masturbation, like a lot. Yeah, that's, really, that's true. She, so, I mean, she was obviously well, very young when she passed away, but like her diary, like there was a lot to talk about there's masturbation. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of sexy ideas in that diary. Well, Sam's Jewish, so we get a pass on this, right? Sam, yeah, sure. We get a we get a. Pass. I have to read it though. <laughs> but so, <laughs> although her diary did mention a lot about masturbation, it was almost all edited out before they like made it like before a public thing. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. if you own a diary and you don't expect it to get published like most people who write diaries do you probably are going to write your deepest darkest secrets you know what i well, mean well yeah i think i think oh, all yeah. the acts were edited out but the but the actual thoughts were still in it so she like she like talks a lot about the, she, the dude she, i forget the dude's name but the dude who's like around her age she like talks about how she has like a crush on him they're and being like, coy with it stuff with also, being coy. a they're lot not... of a lot of people also speculate that she was bisexual because she talked a lot about oh. her her female friends mm. that's pretty cool the yeah. trailblazer right there yeah look at that uh, president President Lyndon Johnson was incredibly. Yo, obs- that guy had a big ass dong. I heard. <laughs> Can I finish? <laughs> Sorry. President Lyndon Johnson was incredibly obsessed with his junk and loved showing it to people. Johnson's nickname for his Johnson was Jumbo. <laughs> Jumbo Johnson. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I heard he would whip it out to like reporters, right? Yeah, you just you'd show everybody Jumbo. Is that crazy? Uh, yeah. Just think about like how like 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 you couldn't even get close to that now. Like LBJ does it to a reporter, and everybody thinks it's fine. And I do it to to the guy at Quiznos, and all of a sudden <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get my sub toasted, and I'm like. <laughs> Yo. Well, I'm pretty sure Quiznos don't exist. <laughs> well, because of that reason. <laughs> and then and then you look up and you realize you're just in the alleyway behind the closed down Quiznos. Uh, I, I wake up and I'm floating in the air above Manhattan with my dong <laughs> hanging out. And all of a sudden, two security guards are like, yo, I've seen that guy before. <laughs> like, They'd be I've seen Quiznos. that weird little thing. <laughs> I saw three weird little things. Two grays and one was Tobin's penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy must specialize in microbiology. <laughs> All right. So, Tobin, correct me if I'm wrong. Our next story, you talk about the Battle of Agincourt, correct? Did I talk about that? I thought you did. What's Agincourt? Okay. Maybe you didn't talk about it then. Uh, so, it brush me up on Agincourt. I might have. Like I said at the very beginning of my story, this was my low effort story, so I actually didn't research it that much. <laughs> but I wrote this before you told your story, and I thought you mentioned it. But so at the Battle of Agincourt, most of the English archers fought pantless. What? Oh. You know why? Uh, Wait. pants slowed you down. I mean, I guess this one's not horny at all. It's just kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it might be your thing. They all fought pantless because they all had horrific diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you need pants. And that is, they were literally shitting themselves in battle. And they won that battle. And people like to think, you know, who's going to fight a guy covered in diarrhea? As nitrous. I give up. (laughs) Wait, was that during the Hundred Years War? Uh, Agincourt? Agincourt. Archers. But like archers don't have to move, so I guess... I I just don't really understand. Maybe the laundry guy was like, I'm not putting pants on you. They didn't need need to use their diarrhea as... Propulsion forward. Okay. I think we really need to question the chef in this in this predicament because the chef literally gave everybody diarrhea, correct? Yeah, or just Maybe. like the terribly unsanitary uh, situation that they <laughs> living were in. conditions. Living conditions. Who is the Mad King? Uh, Charles the Sixth. Not okay. Of Fran- uh, France. France. Uh, Targaryen. French, yes. Was France. Tar- Targaryen <laughs> is the Targaryen. Mad King. It wasn't Aegon. Okay, whatever. Rhaegar. I thought I thought you mentioned Rhaegar. that. We're just going to move on. Um, so this one I especially love. According to Christianity, Jesus ascended to heaven, leaving no part of his body on earth except for one thing. His diarrhea. His foreskin. Being born Jewish, he was <gasps> circumcised eight days after birth. Yo, Whoa. shut up. Shut the fuck up. Leaving behind his foreskin. Yo, why do they teach this in church? Which is, <laughs> which is known as the Holy Prepus... Prepus? 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 I don't know. <laughs> or the Pretty. holy foreskin. <laughs> throughout throughout centuries, several churches have claimed that they have it. You know some guy was like walking by and was like, oh, fuck, I dropped my foreskin. And he's like, I can't find it in all this dirt. And then some guy's like, I found Jesus' foreskin. It's a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but I blew it off. <laughs> I blew the dirt off of it. I put it in my mouth like a marble and cleaned it. <laughs> I swooshed it. <laughs> so uh, holy shit, that's crazy! I yeah. did not know that. Oh yeah. Oh. Whoever th- you know, you you don't think about that kind of thing when you think about Jesus. You only you take know? what you only take what you need to have. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no extra baggage. No baggage. 
It's just an extra thing to clean. I don't need it. So uh, Nelson Rockefeller, uh, the former vice president of America. Oh, he's a VP for who? You know? No, sorry. I didn't mean this is <laughs> your low effort story. I didn't know Rockefeller was VP, though. Yeah. Crazy. Um, he suffered a heart attack and died while having sex mm. Whoa. with mm. a lobster. His mm. lobster. lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, I, got, I got some butter for you. <laughs> Butter or mayonnaise? Let's get in that hot tub. <laughs> Wait, no. Um, <laughs> you can't tell anybody about this. He died having sex with his 25-year-old assistant. Okay. He was at the ripe age of 70. Oh. Yikes. Give your dad one more year. Sign him, me up. Get him Yikes. an assistant. Yep. We're good to go. All right. So this one, um, this one's kind of brutal. Oh, God. So let's lock it down. The first person that was ever convicted and hanged. In the new wow. America. No, good job of hanged. I like that. You know, when I read the article, it did say hung. So really? it made me re-question everything. Okay, oh, you know God. what? Maybe that person was stupid, though. It's possible. I read numerous times yeah, that stick hanged. with hanged. Hanged. Yeah. Hanged. Um, in the new America, like America was being founded, like before it was actually America. So I, the know, first... I know what new America is. Okay, just making sure you guys understand <laughs> you know, what I was trying like to say. Sept- there. Early 1700s. The 70s. Um, <laughs> he, so this the first person ever hanged. Oh, God. Good. Oof. In the New America was a 16-year-old boy named oh. Thomas Granger who was sentenced to death for bestiality with a mare, a cow, two goats, many sheep, two calves, an ostrich, and a turkey. Okay, well, the first one was a mare. Oh so, God. like... A mare. Of the town. A mare. A mare. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with you. He's like... Well, that mayor was pretty good in office. Uh, maybe I'll just try the sheep next. That, wait, did you say ostrich? And what do you end with? A turkey. Oh, God. Turkey seems Which like Which is the... why we eat them on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh my. That's uh, crazy. Yep. I feel like if you're that deep into the animal sex world, maybe you just, like, I don't want to say, like, you deserve to be hanged, but, like, you definitely know none of those you animals need help. are like down for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need help. Like, he needs to be stopped at some point. You know, yeah. maybe put him in some shackles. Maybe not hang him, but you know, or yeah. or get him a get him a good psychologist. Yeah, it wasn't one. You know, cat. Just get him a lobster. You get him, get him he, a good psychologist. Once you get a lobster, you, you're done. You're done. Um. So my next one is another one that's a little iffy with the whole age thing. Um. One of the only really true cemented like cement facts about Pocahontas. Okay. Was um, um, many of the colonists that she was with, uh, and almost all of them have, like, they wrote about it. Like, it's like there are multiple things saying it. One of their favorite forms of entertainment was watching her do naked cartwheels. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Whoa. What? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird to think that I didn't know, I didn't even think of, like, anybody doing a cartwheel before, like, the 60s i feel like cartwheels were invented during <laughs> the 70s specific. they were invented around the same same time as the wheel my question no, is oh. no it's just like because like 
you you picture a cartwheel with like oh like hippies and like I'm doing cartwheels and stuff like that and just like you never think of like a guy in a suit being like I'm gonna do a cartwheel right now like also same with somersaults like no one's doing somersaults we got we got big business to do and smoking cigarettes and that was their favorite form of entertainment at the time yeah they all gathered around and watched do naked cartwheels why don't they like watch Netflix or something I don't know. (laughs) They were tired of watching fucking Friends in the Office. They'd probably watch the Naked Cartwheel Show, <laughs> starring Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so for uh, my last one here is um, the formal, the former king of Portugal, Di Giao. I don't know. It was all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> he's like listening to this podcast. He's like, dude, what the fuck? He, uh, no, I'm pretty sure this is a long time ago. Long he long. had a royal masturbator. Who many have crowned today as the hand of the king. Oh. oh the right hand man of the king? No. Well, wow. isn't that Game of Thrones, the hand of the king? True. Yeah. yeah you're right. Um, was this a woman or a man? Or is it, I said right hand man hey, of the king. It was Tobin. Hey, Tobin, why does it matter? It doesn't, but I said right hand man of the king. We have to switch it to right hand woman. Right hand person. Right hand person. Right hand human being. I mean, they're masturbating <laughs> the king. It's like, I don't think they want to be named at all. So, they're The like, right-hand Carol. They're like, keep me off the fucking record, please. I don't want to be involved in I this. I never existed. It just reminds me. <laughs> don't mind me. Get paid 50 quid for this. Um, I was just, it's Portugal. I don't know. My Percy. hand hurts. But I was just thinking about. Um, Do you have a tissue? <laughs> coming to America when they, the Eddie Murphy movie, when he goes, sir, the royal penis is clean. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know. See, I just know that from that ludicrous song. Oh, it isn't a ludicrous song. Mm-hmm. Can right. you do it? For, can you do it for me right now? The ludicrous song? Oh, no. It's just like an intro to the can song. Can you perform they... the whole ludicrous song right now? <laughs> Beat included? <laughs> yeah. Can you do it? No, I can't. Oh. I just remember the be- well, the fuck. intro of his song. I think they I think they just took the audio from the movie. I think they just sampled it, but uh-huh. I, maybe not. I don't know. Okay. That's fair. But yeah, that's it. Wow, those are some horny facts. Yeah, wow. I do agree with. Uh, I'm scared of calling those facts horny. To some, be honest, some of some of them were horny. Some of them are just sexual. Yeah. I mean, had to do with some of them are shitting your britches, so you just take the britches <laughs> off. Some shitting outside some, your britches. Some of them are syphilis related, which I hope is not a part of my horny story <laughs> in the future. But um, yeah, let's try to uh, keep our powdered wigs off our heads and. Uh, <laughs> You know, our cartwheels in the bedroom. Yeah. So not for a group of dirty uh, explorers. (laughs) So um, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in because we love telling you these stories and we love that you tune in and listen. I also want to say thank you to Sam Skolnick for stopping by. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. We love it. having. This was a great episode. You brought a great story to the table. Thank you. And we really appreciate it. Um. We also have uh, anything you want. Just go to campstrange.com. Check it out. I'm not going to go through all this. Spiel. I think we're over the time already. So check out all of our stuff. If you want to rate, review, subscribe, that's great. If you want to buy some merch, that's great. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that's great too. But do all of that, and I'm forcing you to right now. So go do it. Right? Go do it. Go, um, go do it go right do now. It. And um, – David, are we going to keep up with our theme? Yeah, sure. I got I got a topic. Since we're late on time, we're going to do one each. Okay, one each. Of what? Um, so David has switched our topic. Instead of doing what we got. What we got. What we got. Um, the new, we've been mixing it up. So today, my idea is horrible book names. Ooh. Ooh. 
Can we get two each? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Uh, so David, you go first. My title is The Downfall of Training Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's pretty good. Fuck, okay. Um, I'm going to do one. It's, it was also, I was thinking while you were while you're doing the outro. I was thinking while you were doing the outro, and uh, the thing that I would have had is also going to be my horrible book name. <laughs> It's a book called Big Ol' Carabiners. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen... They actually sell those giant carabiners that have a pad that you're supposed to carry multiple bags of groceries with. Oh, yes. I have seen that. They they sell those. That's yes. a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very, I'm sure it's very helpful. I bet it's great. You just, you know, you carry like five bags of groceries on one hand. Mm-hmm. Well, my book, of course, is called... Fifty ways to open a clamped a clamped lobster claw <laughs> when you only need one. And then it's and then it's it, it's colon and it's from personal experience. <laughs> well, that's the time that you really want to read a book. You know when you got a clamped lobster claw on you. So, um, yeah. David, mm-hmm. do you have one more for us? Um, how about the bones in your body the government doesn't want you to know about? Hmm. Okay. Can you give me an example of one of those bones? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. Um, mine. Uh, my second one is uh, this T-shirt has no armholes. Mm. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, my last one is macaroni and cheese colon food or faith. I thought you were gonna say food or foe. <laughs> Food, food or, faith. or faith? That's uh, you another were... another colon. Another colon. <laughs> the the uh the macaroni and cheese r- religion. <laughs> that, can we, can macaroni we... and cheeses. Another <laughs> and there's another colon. Yeah, there's yeah. another colon. Macaroni and uh, cheeses. Did you already say that? You just said... <laughs> and there's another colon. It just says out your colon. There we go. That's it. This is a my colon. It's all colon. Yeah. It's all colon from here on out. Thank you guys for listening. We we appreciate doing this for you guys and we, we what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> we appreciate you guys and we we love doing this for you guys. So uh David, Sam, I just want to say thank you for coming on. And David sorry, I cut you off. No, I didn't say anything. Okay. David, do you have anything to say before we leave? Don't forget to go watch Witness. Oh. Witnesses. 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 On, on Google to. Play Voodoo, uh, uh, iTunes, and I am Zom Prime. There we go. And also, don't forget to stay strange.